Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. It's like fantasy football. Fantasy football. Fantasy. It's time for one dude with a fantasy. 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 One dude with just one fantasy. Okay. Tune in or listen on the Odyssey app. Bo Johnson gives you the latest fantasy football updates, picks, and more to make sure your team is a winner. Look, I don't know what sort of twisted fantasy you can cock. One dude with a fantasy is on. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Now, here's Bo Johnson. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Welcome to One Dude with a Fantasy. I don't know if that has quite the same ring that, that it did last year. Uh, if you listened to us last year, uh, we were two dudes, same fantasy. Now it's one dude with a fantasy because my other dude moved out to Sacramento. I guess he took an hour with him. We are here with you live from 7 to 8 a.m. every Saturday morning until the football season is over. I do believe that we are on at 1030 next Saturday. But other than that, 7 a.m. is going to be our spot. Uh, Garrett Chapman on the other side of the glass there. We are here to fulfill all of your fantasy needs. Football, rather. Uh, give us a shout. The text line is open. The phone line is open. 404-726-0929. We are here for you to answer any questions that you might have. Start, sit questions. Uh, is my fantasy football name cool? Questions. Anything that you have, you can shoot us a text on the uh, on Solomon Brothers Diamond text line, or you can give us a call. Like I said... Phone lines open. So here's kind of how the show is going to work. And look, this is a work in progress. Last year we had we had two hours. We could kind of spread stuff out a little bit. This season we get an hour. So we've got lots of stuff we have to cram inside one hour. But I do want your participation because, you know, that's what we are here for as fantasy football analysts is to help you. All right. I just don't want to be the only one up here blabbering about what my opinions. Give me your opinions or ask me your questions. That's what it's all about. All right. Just it's please like a fantasy be, uh, football. <laughs> just please be aware of the fact. So look, we are fantasy football analysts, and we analyze stuff that's already happened, and then we literally make guesses about what's going to happen this week or next week or for the full season. So I don't have a crystal ball, not a fortune teller. They are educated guesses, though. You know, but if we get something wrong, ultimately it's up to you that pushes send or start or save on your fan, your own fantasy football team and your own lineups. But we will be here to guide you. I have done this a lot. I narrowed it up to 12 leagues this season, damn it, Garrett. I actually had it trimmed down to like nine. And uh, they just pop up out of nowhere, man, and I can't say no. That's the biggest thing. I, ha- I absolutely can't say no when somebody's like, hey, you want to be on my fantasy football team? See, it's just too much League. fun. It's too much fun. I love fantasy football. I, so I'm in six. Um, I, I, you and I both have a problem. I, I call I call fantasy football like a sickness or a disease, you know, because it's but it's such a great one to have. Well, it's work. You know, this is this is another. It, like, it definitely can having be having twelve fantasy football. That's leagues a lot. Is a job. That's a in job. Itself. So you might yeah. as well do that. Are these all money leagues too. What's that? Are these all money leagues too? They're all, yeah, for candy bars. I don't know if gambling is legal in Georgia, but, you know, we, we play for candy bars. I guess that's very I fair. have narrowed all of the non-candy bar leagues out with the except no, yeah, ex- with the exception of the 929 Fantasies League, which okay. is the league that uh, we are doing. So there's five producers and five listeners in the 929 League. It is a public league if you want to go check it out. I'll run down who's in that league real fast because we are going to give you updates on just that one. Not necessarily none of our personal fantasy leagues. 
So inside the 929 Fantasies League is myself cooking with Herbert's, uh, Abe Gordon's neat team, Montgomery folding chairs is Dom, uh, Dom Tarosky. Uh, Garrett is Garrett's glorious team. And then we have Dylon to the pylon, Dylon Matthews of uh, the morning shift fame. And then we have some listeners to Bobby, who's a regular listener to every show on the station. Shout out Skip also. Um, Skip always calling in from the uh, from the ammo bill. Uh, we have Blake, we have the Blueprint, and we have A1 Forever. So uh, our matchups this week in the 929 Fantasies League, I'm taking on Montgomery Folding Chairs. That's uh, Dom. A1 Forever and Skip's ATL Slayers are playing each other. Garrett's glorious team is going up against Abe Gordon. That should be fun as Garrett and Abe are together on the uh, college football show that will follow this one. Blake's taking on Dylon, and the Blueprint's taking on to Bobby. So there you go. There's our little short little recap of the 929 Fantasies League. Cooper Cup is already killing me. Well, yeah. So that's going to be we'll – get, we'll get to Cooper Cup in a minute. He's and I, killing I, me, I man. I bet that he is, man. And that Ugh. was such a risky pick if you took Cooper Cup. Just in my honest opinion, there were so many more super talented players mm-hmm. that were around Cooper Cup after he had already come up with a, a hamstring. Look, a lot of the experts were like, it's Cooper Cup. He's going to be fine. Uh, the Rams were like, it's Cooper Cup. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Um, not so much for me. He's coming off an injury last season with the hamstring this season. You know how hamstrings linger. Cooper Cup's like 31 at this point. There was just too much talent around him in drafts for me to take that risk, and now he's, he's you know. In my defense, I was working and missed the first round. He's Cooper Cup. I missed the first <laughs> round, and I got auto-drafted Cooper Cup. No excuse. So I feel you there. No excuse. Uh, Andy Bunker and I are in a league with the Falcons and Coca-Cola, or it's Falcons Coca-Cola Sponsor League. It's oh, a 16-team cool. league. We have two listeners that Love actually those. won the opportunity to be on a fantasy football team with me and Andy Bunker. I don't know if that's something that, you know, <laughs> maybe they won by accident. If we do win the league, we get pretty cool championship that's rings. That's awesome. Which is that's awesome. Really cool. Um, so, you know, unbeknownst to us, I guess, when we entered this draft – uh, last week we had to get to this draft it was a live draft but it was done online I was thinking it was gonna be a live draft live draft where we actually have to go up there and put stickers on the board oh so we sat there and we had a cocktail and what we were supposed to have done what had happened was we were supposed to have logged into the league and got into the league before the draft started that way we could do our draft online they were just going to follow along with the stickers oh we didn't know this it was one person's responsibility. Where, where were you for this? That one person will remain nameless. Oh. Um, it was at a place in Midtown. I forget what place it was or what it was called, but it That's was a, really real, cool. a really nice event venue downtown. Cool. Falcons reps were there. Um, I didn't even know that was happening. That's so cool. So That's so cool. We got auto-drafted our first three rounds in this <gasps> draft. Who'd you get? Cooper Cup. Bless your heart. Round two, Jalen Waddell. Okay, That's fine. fine. I would have taken someone else in yeah, round two. I would have done something else, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Jonathan Taylor. Bless your heart. Yeah, man. So did, we spent did, the rest. Who did Andy the, get? Do you know? Do you remember? What's that? Who did Andy get? We're all on the same team. Oh. Yeah. So it's me and Andy, and then two listeners are all like co-managers of this team. Oh, it's one of those. Yeah. Those are tough. Yeah. Oh, those plus, are really plus sixteen tough. freaking teams, man. That's a deep league. So we spent wow. the entire draft recovering from being auto drafted two players that were not going to play in week one, more than likely. We didn't know that Cooper Cup was going to be out at that point. Yeah. But I'm still I would not have drafted Cooper Cup there. That's tough. We had no, picked five. Not. I definitely would have gone Bijan. You took you got Cooper we Cup. We got at Cooper pick Cup five. at pick five. Because he was top on the board. Oh, that kills me. Yeah. That um, kills me. Bijan went the pick. After us, the table after us. Um, Abe Gordon in the building. What's up, Abe? Bijan went the next pick. And we were like, no, you have to stop the draft. This is what, no. Oh, no, we don't. Yeah, so we Cooper Cup, Jonathan Taylor. We're off to a great start. All right, so how this show is going to work. Enough about me. Um, what I'm going to do, we're going to recap Thursday Night Football, a game that has already been played since I can't give any fantasy advice on Thursday Night Football since it is Saturday morning. Um, we're going to uh, give you some injury updates on the week. Then we're going to go fire and ice, baby, fire and ice. Those are players that uh, either I think that are going to be fire this Sunday and Monday or that are going to be ice this Sunday and Monday. Not necessarily players that you need to just yank out of your lineup. Some of them might be DFS fades if you play daily fantasy. You know, some of them might be, look, this person just has a uh, great matchup or a bad matchup. So uh, we're going to do some fire and ice. Um, 
And then today, I'm going to give you my brave predictions. Uh, predictions that are not likely to happen, but could. We're going to do that in the last segment. Um, what we're going to do with that time in the first segment moving forward is going to be what had happened was, and I told you so, uh, something Brian Gebhardt and I used to have fun with. Because, um, look, if, if, we're, if we're wrong, I'm going to eat crow. But if I'm right, I'm going to let you know. All right, so look, like I said, uh, join us on the show. Phone lines open, 404-726-0929. You can hit us up on Twitter also. I am at Jedi Sports Radio, all one word. Jedi as in Star Wars. Sports, you know what those are. Radio, you're listening to it. You can listen to it. You can uh, chirp at us at the station, Twitter, at 99 The Game, and you can holler at Garrett Chapman. He is at GChapATL. Not even sure if we're supposed to be calling it Twitter still, but holler at us on the X. That just sounds funny. So Thursday night football. Lions, 21, Chiefs, 20. I told y'all. I told y'all them Lions were coming. All right, look, I I bought into the hype last year. I actually called the Lions as a playoff team. They came from one win from making the playoffs or one team losing from making the playoffs last year. Whatever. Jared Goff, 22 for 35, 253 and a touchdown. Jared Goff hadn't thrown a pick in like 10 games. Um, Jared Goff slowly but surely working his way closer to a startable quarterback in fantasy football, and that's in a 10-team, 10-team, 12-team league. Not quite there yet. Uh, if you have Jared Goff as a backup on your team, or if he is a two, if he is your, your second quarterback in a two-quarterback or a super flex league, I'm all for it. That's right where Jared Goff belongs. Amon Ross St. Brown doing sun god things. Uh, six for 71 and a touchdown. I think he finished with like 19 points in most PPR formats. Uh, Pat Mahomes, 21 for 39, 226. Uh, yards, two touchdowns, one pick. Look, it's Pat Mahomes. We're not going to get alarmed by a low fantasy football output or total this week. He is QB1, or at least he was drafted that way by y'all. He's not my QB1. I'm going to get to that in a second. Uh, David Montgomery, uh, let's see what. David Montgomery had 21 rushes for 74 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Jameer Gibbs had seven rushes for 42 yards, and he had two receptions for 18 yards. Going to get to how to handle these guys real fast, and I have somewhat of a philosophical question for you real fast regarding the Kansas City Chiefs. Look, so if you remember Thunder and Lightning, um, Mark Ingram, Alvin Kamara, Dan Campbell was the offensive line and running backs coach. Look, both of these guys were productive in fantasy football when they played on the same team. Alvin Kamara, you know, in his first five seasons in the NFL was a RB1 Uh, Mark Ingram was a pretty steady RB, too, because they would pound him in on goal line. He would score touchdowns. He would would be the thumper in the fourth quarter. You know, so if you drafted Jameer Gibbs in the second round and you're starting to freak out, please don't. If I were to give you a piece of advice about Jameer Gibbs, go out there to that team that has him. Try to trade for him. Dan Campbell was Alvin Kamara's running back coach for the first five seasons of his career. Alvin Kamara had 75-plus receptions in every one of those seasons. Dan Campbell calls that role like the Joker role, um, and that's what he used Alvin Kamara for. So that's what he intends on Jameer Gibbs to do. This was only game one. Look, David Montgomery was on the field for 75% of the offensive snaps on Thursday night football, and he only managed to go 74, 74 yards on 21 carries. That's not very efficient, all right? Believe me, Jameer Gibbs is going to be fine. Don't freak out about a low, low output total in week one. He is a rookie. They say they're going to slow roll him. Look, this kid's going to take off. So don't be worried about Jameer Gibbs. In fact, go trade for him if you can. All right, so does fantasy football have a Kansas City Chiefs problem? Best offense in football, Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, quarterback one. Kansas City Chiefs have two weekly startable players in fantasy football, and one of them didn't play Thursday. Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are the only two guys on this entire team that on a week-in, week-out basis when Kelsey is healthy that you can say, I'm going to start these guys. I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. Everybody else on their team is kind of just either a flex play or a bi-week fill-in. All right? A couple of good things that did happen in this game, Isaiah Pacheco, eight carries for 23 yards. You can expect that on a weekly basis. All right, CEH started this game. Pacheco was 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 brought in. A um, couple of positives you can take out of it, though. You know, Pacheco also had four targets, which is good. You want running backs that have, you know, receiving opportunities. 
Uh, Sky Moore had a carry. Sky Moore had, I think, three catches. Rashi Rice had three and a touchdown. Pacheco, four receptions. Noah Gray, three receptions. You know, several guys had two receptions. A few more had three. Nothing startable, at least until we get to bye weeks on the Kansas City Chiefs, as far as I'm concerned. So the best offense in football has nobody that you can start in fantasy football, and that's just the reality of the whole situation. You know, um, last year, Juju Smith-Schuster, the wide receiver one for the Kansas City Chiefs, ended up being a serviceable wide receiver at best in the NFL. All right, so that's my two cents on the Kansas City Chiefs. Look, he's, they're going to find their way into fire and ice at some point when bye weeks start to happen. You will be able to take up, take advantage of some opportunities throughout the season. Andy Reid came out and said last year, sorry, fantasy football guys, we're going to spread the ball out, and that's what they did. This year you can expect nothing to change. Speaking of Thursday night football, just a, a, a general strategy about Thursday night football. When Thursday night football games happen, make sure that you have your wide receivers, quarterbacks, running backs slotted in their positions that they play, not your flex. You want to leave that flex spot open as late as possible. Ideally, you want the player in your flex spot to be playing in Monday night football. You want to have as many opportunities or as much flexibility, huh, key term flex, with your roster as you can because you never know when there's going to be a late scratch. You never know when there's going to be an injury to crop up in pregame and a guy's not going to play. Sometimes guys get benched because of just being a butt during practice or whatever, and we don't know about those things until Sunday morning. So leave your flex spots open. Put your guys in their own slots on Thursday night football. All right, when we come back, I'm going to give you some injury updates uh, for this weekend, some, some, some guys to look out for that uh, may not play and or may be game time decisions. We got some defenses we're going to pick on in 2023. Then we're going to get to fire and ice and brave predictions. All of that's going to be crammed in the next 44 minutes. This is one dude with. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Fantasy on Sports Radio 99 The Game and the Odyssey app. Back to one dude with a fantasy. My fantasy. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It's like a fantasy football. Fantasy. 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 Football. Fantasy. 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 Football. Fantasy. If you like football, then you like fantasy. Fantasy. Football. Fantasy. Sports Radio 99 The Game. Yeah. Welcome back to <laughs> One Dude with a Fantasy. Uh, I am Bo Johnson, and yeah. I am that dude. Garrett Chapman on the other side of the glass. He's another dude. Um, feel free to reach out to us. You can give us a shout, 404-726-0929. Phone line's open. You can also use that very same number 
to holler at us on the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Just don't be mean. Or if you want to be mean, fine. I'm just not going to acknowledge that you exist because mean social media people suck. Not a fan of mean social media people. Shout out to Bobby, who uh, who is in our 929-929 Fantasies League, already up and listening. Pretty sure to Bobby listens to this station 24-7. Um, hey, we appreciate you for it, brother, because uh, that means we're at least slightly entertaining. All right? All right, so um, injury updates for the weekend. We, we already mentioned Cooper Cup. Uh, Cooper Cup has been ruled out. Look, I was – I tried telling y'all – uh, on the Bo Johnson experience when I did fantasy football segments that I was kind of out on Cooper Cup. I understand that on a points-per-game basis, Cooper Cup was wide receiver one last year. But look, he got hurt at the end of the season. He was out. He's recovering from what it was, a uh, like a knee injury or some kind of – I think it was a knee injury. Not 100% sure. But now, in, right when training camp hits, up crops this hamstring injury – I'm like, look, man, 31-year-old wide receiver, hamstring, hamstrings linger. Then all of a sudden it comes out, oh, the hamstring was a little bit worse than we thought it was. Okay, now it may be a problem. And the thing is, if the Rams would put Cooper Cup on IR, that would make everybody's life a little bit easier because at least we would know. The only problem with that is if they think that he's only a week or two away and they put him on IR, he can't practice. You put a player on IR, they can't practice. They can't even, like, do a walkthrough so they're completely unavailable. At least if they don't put him on IR, he can still practice. They can still kind of work, the, work him back into the, to the starting lineup, I guess. But look, the Rams have, are playing for nothing. So why would they rush Cooper Cup back? It's just not a great situation. Cooper Cup's out. If you're wondering where those targets are going to go, Matt Stafford is healthy, albeit very old. Van Jefferson, wide receiver one. All right. So if, you, if you're desperate for a guy, if you're in a 12-team or deeper league and you don't have a wide receiver on your bench, if you're one of those guys that drafted two kickers, if you're one of those guys that drafted two defenses, this is why you don't do that. Wide receiver, running back, depth. All right? I know that drafts are probably finished by this point, but keep that in your back pocket for next year. Build wide receiver and uh, running back depth. Van Jefferson, if he's out there, he will see targets. Probably the biggest – Benefactor of Cooper Cup being out, though, will be Tyler Higby, who takes a pretty big jump up the tight end rankings there. Tyler Higby probably going to finish in the top 10 of tight ends this Sunday because, look, they got to throw the ball at somebody. He is a trustworthy individual. Terry McLaurin, Washington Commanders, uh, coming off of a turf toe injury, was a full participant in practice yesterday. He is uh, likely to play. Uh, he has actually taken off the injury report, so we're looking good there. Mark Andrews. Um, Mark Andrews is dealing with a quad injury. He is still listed, list, listed as questionable. Game time decision more than likely because the last practice was yesterday and he's still on the injury report. So keep an eyeball on that one. Look, if Mark Andrews plays, you have to play Mark Andrews. Do you want to start a hobbled Mark Andrews out there? No, you don't. But look, he's a tough son of a gun. He was the number one pass catcher for the Baltimore Ravens for probably the last, I don't know, three or four years. He's going to get the ball. He's especially going to get the ball in the red zone. All you can ask for on a weekly basis, unless you're starting Travis Kelsey, is for that your tight end to get you like 10 points. 10 points is a great game. Seven points is serviceable. All Mark Andrews needs for that is a catch for a touchdown. All right, that's where we're at with tight ends and the tight end landscape. Mark Andrews' backup is Isaiah Likely. Uh, he may still be out there in your league. If you want to pick up Isaiah Likely, have him on your bench. Drop that second freaking defense. You don't need it. Drop that backup quarterback. You don't need him. Drop that backup kicker. Look, I can guarantee you almost with a 90% certainty that if you drafted a backup quarterback, he's still going to be there on the waiver wire when your quarterback goes on by. All right? Leave all those teams that have two and three quarterbacks and kickers to finish last in your league. All right, Jerry Judy, listed as questionable on the depth chart for the Denver Broncos, but look, Jerry Judy has a pretty significant hamstring injury that we're thinking he's going to be out multiple weeks. At least that's what it was a couple of weeks ago. Um, when, it's, when you look at the injury report and it says limited practices, that can mean anything from coming out of the dressing room or the locker room with your pads on to fully participating but missing a play or two. Jerry Judy hasn't been doing much in practice, if you follow up on that a little bit. I don't think he's going to play. Uh, if Jerry Judy is out there, then, okay, more power to you. I'm not even starting Jerry Judy until I see something. 
and I want to see that this hamstring injury is uh, that he's healthy. Jackson Smith and Jigba, one of the top three probably drafted rookie wide receivers in the NFL. He is going to be, as of right now, the number three guy on the depth chart for the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Great matchup this week, though. He could be one of those guys that you slide into the flex if you need to. Look, this kid had wrist surgery like two weeks ago. He's wanting to play this Sunday. Am I going to trust that? I'm not. Is there enough out there to where I don't need to start the third wide receiver on the Seattle Seahawks in week one of the NFL season? Yes, there is enough out there, okay? Um, So Jackson Smith and Jigba, full practice on Wednesday, coming off of uh, wrist surgery two weeks ago. I don't trust it. You can if you want to. Here's an interesting one. Uh, Kendry Miller, rookie running back for the New Orleans Saints. No practice on Friday. No practice on Friday or appearing on the injury report on Friday when you weren't on there earlier in the week is huge As in, the, in regards to fantasy football. We already know that Alvin Kamara is suspended for three games. If Kendry Miller doesn't suit up, and we'll get to this in fire and ice, uh, Jamal Williams is going to be a great play for you this week. If Kendry Miller does suit up, Jamal Williams is still going to be a pretty viable flex play for you this week as well. Uh, George Kittle, questionable. Keep an eye on that one. It's probably going to be a game-time decision. Uh, Zach Moss is questionable with a forearm injury. I don't think Zach Moss is going to play either, so that could mean lots of uh, lots of goodness for Deion Jackson, albeit on a crappy offense. Um, and then defenses we're going to pick on this season. Look, we don't know anything in week one. We know zilch, zero, nada, all right? These are just the defenses that are we suspect are not going to be great this season. That's where you're going to find your flex plays. That's where you're going to find your great DFS matchups. You're going to pick on – Crappy defenses with players who don't necessarily carry a hefty price tag. Uh, Rams. Pop quiz, Garrett Chapman. Name me one defensive player on the Rams, not name Aaron Donald. Man, that's not fair. Exactly. All right. And and look, Garrett Chapman's a football dude. All right? Abe's walking in the uh, the studio. Abe's even shrugging his shoulders. Like, that's that's exactly my point. Y'all participated very well, very nicely in in that part of the segment. The Rams' defense – the Rams ought, did you just look something up on the internet? <laughs> Not even sure who you said there, but uh, that's Abe Gordon chiming in. Feel, feel free to chime in anytime you want to, Abe. Um, the Rams are not going to be good on offense or defense. The thing about the offense, though, is that they still have to be productive. They still will be somewhat productive. They're just not going to win a whole lot of football games. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts, look, they are a rebuilding team. You could probably do the same thing with the Colts defense. They don't have anybody noticeable or notable on, on their team, and we're going to pick on them. The Minnesota Vikings, Patrick Peterson-less, and even Patrick Peterson on the, the back half of his career was not very good last year. The Minnesota Vikings are going to have a very pick-onable secondary. Uh, and then finally, look, the Arizona Cardinals, goodness gracious alive, what are they doing? They're already playing for the number one draft pick overall um, next season by uh, running Josh Dobbs out there. No offense, Josh. I know you're from the area if you're listening out there. But, look, hey, you know what you are. Um, all right, so those are the defenses we're going to pick on this season. G-Chap, let's fire up some Fire and Ice. Now, it's time for Fire and Ice. Which players are on fire? <laughs> Which players you should put on ice? On One Dude with a Fantasy, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. It's fire. It's ice. Uh, for those of you that have been listening for years, we've been doing a, a podcast for a few years, and we did a live show last year. Um... Very much Game of Thrones theme. We actually started, Brian Gebhardt and I started this fantasy thing when Game of Thrones was still actually on TV. Um, and we are we are huge Game of Thrones fans. But look, if you own a heating and air conditioning company out there or a roofing company or something like that, fire and ice is very changeable to covered, not covered, rainy, sunny, uh, hot, cold, whatever. Just saying. If you're out there and you got some money to spend. All right, so we're going to ice for the season. Running backs coming back from ACL injuries. We've seen this time and time again. The most recent that I can recall outside of this season was Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley, two seasons ago, came back, in air quotes, from an ACL, was not productive at all. Last year had his second-best season of of his career. Um, So, Brees Hall. Look, Brees Hall is going to be brought about slowly. We already know the, the, the Jets, you know, they have Dalvin Cook. They've already said Brees Hall is going to be brought about solely. I've got to see something from Brees Hall until I play him. I'm, I'm fading him the entire season as of right now just because this is year one coming back from an ACL injury. Javante Williams, 
The same thing goes for Javante Williams. I have Javante Williams on a lot of teams last year. He went out in like week very early in the season with an ACL. Look, first year coming back from ACL injury, guys are not as good. They're not performing as to where they were before, even though they might be available. If you're a baseball fan, Ronald Acuna is another great example of that. So um, the fire running backs that we're going to lean on, at least for the first few games of the season, to cope with those ACL comeback uh, from running back guys, running backs with suspended or hurt RB1s on their team. All right, look, this might shock you to say this, and we're probably only going to be able to say it for a few weeks. Raheem Mostert, great play in fantasy football right now. All right. Um, what's this? Williams. What's the, the guy they put on IR? For Jeff Williams Jr.? Is it Jeff? Jeff? Is it not Williams? Uh, the guy. You know who he is. Uh, put on IR already. Devon, Devon A-Chain is going to be a rookie that's going to get some run. But as of right now, um, Raheem Mostert, a viable start in fantasy football. They do have a pretty good matchup this week. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Jabal Williams. Alma Kamara suspended three games. Kendry Miller hurt. If Kendry Miller doesn't play on Sunday, you can look for Jamal Williams to have upwards of 20-plus carries for the New Orleans Saints. It's going to be a great play on Sunday. Jamal Williams and Raheem Mostert are going to be great plays this week in DFS. Jeff Wilson Jr. is who I was thinking of. Is that what I said? Okay, so I got it right. I was thinking Williams, Wilson. It's one of those W people. You know who I was talking about. Um, so, yeah, Jamal Williams is going to be a great play if Kendra Miller doesn't play. Going to be a great play in DFS if Kendra Miller doesn't play. All right, those are the, those are the, uh, the running backs that we're going to fire on ice, you know, for kind of the first part of the season based on injuries and what we have to see. Uh, on ice this weekend, look, Aaron Rodgers. I'm a huge fan of Aaron Rodgers. I do uh, uh, hard knocks to me, in my own opinion, was great. I was all about the Aaron Rodgers show. Don't like him this week versus the Buffalo Bills. Some other plays that you can play, some fire guys. This week in fantasy football, Geno Smith versus the Rams. We already talked about this. You have no idea who even plays defense for the Rams this season. Um, Abe's thinking they got some paid actors in there since they are in Los Angeles. i got to be on board with that. So Geno Smith, lots of weapons, likely going to have a a great game for you on Sunday. Geno Smith is a perfect example of a great DFS buy this week because he's got a very favorable matchup. His price tag is going to come in well below all the big-name guys. Um, Russell Wilson, all right, this may surprise a bunch of folks, all right, but look, Russell Wilson under Sean Payton, we're not expecting a lot like we were last year. Last year I was bought all the way in on Russell Wilson. I'm not so much this year. He just has a great matchup this year. They're playing the Raiders. The Raiders' best defensive player, Chandler Jones, is uh, holding out, waiting on a contract. He's not going to get that contract today. He's not probably going to play on Sunday. You probably can't name any name except for Chandler Jones. That was the only thing they had going for him was a pass rush was the Los Angeles Raiders. Um, so Chandler Jones not going to play. Russell Wilson, you can safely fire up along with Geno Smith if you don't want to play Aaron Rodgers on Monday night, and I would not recommend that. Uh, also on ice this Sunday, uh, Gabe Davis in that same game versus the Jets. Look, last year when the Bills played the Jets, Sauce Gardner shadowed Gabe Davis, not Garrett Wilson. All right, this was a matchup thing, a size thing, more than likely. Sauce Gardner probably gonna uh, probably gonna shadow Gabe Davis there. I'd be fading uh, Sauce Gardner in this matchup versus the Bills. You can roll out Stephon Diggs. You can roll out Josh Allen. That's pretty much all I'm gonna be safely saying you to you that you can roll out in Monday Night Football as far as the Buffalo Bills are gonna be concerned. Also in that same game, I'm fading Garrett Wilson at DFS. I'm not just benching Garrett Wilson in weekly fantasy, but I'm not gonna start him in, in DFS. Look, the Bills have a great defense. Somebody you can fire up. I just went over it. Uh, Geno Smith versus, the, or, I mean, uh, uh, Mike Evans versus the Vikings. The Vikings are going to have a pretty crappy secondary. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are probably going to show up in a brave prediction we have in the next segment. And then Nuke Hopkins is going to be a, a pretty crappy DFS play for you this week as well. Nuke Hopkins is going to draw Marshawn Lattimore. Last year, Marshawn Lattimore with the New Orleans Saints. He was he was spotty at best. I understand Nuke Hopkins is New Hopkins. He's the wide receiver one as of now for the Tennessee Titans. I'm not playing him in DFS. He's going to be expensive based on name value. In, in season fantasy, season-long fantasy football, feel free to start New Hopkins. Just kind of temper your expectations there a minute. All right, there's some fire and ice for you. When we come back, we're going to get into some brave predictions with uh, Garrett and Abe's uh, maybe uh, contributions there as to see if they are brave enough. After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're bold enough. We'll be back. This is One Dude with the Fantasy on Sports Radio 99 The Game and the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 99 The Game, welcome back to One Dude with a Fantasy. About 12 minutes left here to get us your questions or comments in. 404-726-0929. You can give us a shout on the phone or you can give us a shout on the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Steve from McDonough, I see you out there. Uh, Trevor Lawrence or Geno Smith this week? Look, as great of a matchup that Geno Smith has versus the Rams, Trevor Lawrence has just of a juicy matchup versus the Putri Indianapolis Colts. I'm all over Trevor Lawrence this entire season. Trevor Lawrence is actually going to come up in a few minutes in a brave prediction um, as far as the season goes. So, Steve from McDonough, if, uh, I would roll out Trevor Lawrence. If you want to hang on to Geno, here's my advice. If you want to hang on to Geno as a bye week fill-in, that's cool. Or if you want to, after Geno lights up the Los Angeles Rams, put him out there as trade bait, all right? He would be a prototypical kind of not don't like the term sell high guy. But after he has a great week, and look, last year, comeback player of the year, no idea still what he came back from um, except for just being on the bench. Uh, but he had a great year last year. And, look, he's expected to have a, a similar season this year. He'll probably finish at, like, QB 11 on the season, which is fine. But yeah, I expect big things out of Trevor Lawrence. This year, Steve, so I would roll with Trevor Lawrence there. But if you have Trevor and Geno, you have a lot of great great trade bait, and you have some pretty solid insurance should either uh, go down with any type of injury. So one more fire pick for you this week before, uh, and I'll give you a little quick recap there. So uh, a couple more fire picks because I just gave you some ice on the way out of that break with uh, Gabe Davis and Nuke Hopkins. Mike Evans versus the Vikings is a, a great play this week because the Vikings have a super crappy secondary. You're probably already rolling out Chris Godwin based on where he was drafted, but Mike Evans was taken way too late as far as I'm concerned. Mike Evans is healthy. Mike Evans is like 6'7 and still can run like a 4'4". Four, four. He is the, the guy that streaks down the, uh, the sideline, and he's also the guy that Baker Mayfield is going to be looking for in the end zone. Are the Bucs probably going to be the second-worst team in the NFL this season? Pro, uh, maybe third. The Colts are going to be pretty bad. So at least the Colts are trying to do well. The Bucks, I don't know what they're trying to do. All right? We know the Rams aren't going to be good. The Arizona Cardinals are going to be – okay, so so the Colts, the Rams, they're going to be – or the Bucks are probably going to be a worse of the five because there's some pretty crappy teams out there. By uh, Jahan Dotson versus the Cardinals, another crappy team, probably the crappiest team of all of the NFL. They are 100% a tank job. As soon as anybody – Starts to have a good game for the Arizona Cardinals this season. They'll probably be traded. Buda Baker, I don't suspect he's going to stay on that team very long. James Conner probably will because nobody there's not a, a high demand for James Conner. But if if you know if he comes out and a team needs a running back or has somebody get hurt, you can expect James Conner to be traded away from that team. If I am the Kansas City Chiefs, I am on the phone with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers inquiring about Mike Evans' services immediately. Mike Evans said he doesn't want to play there, says he wants a new deal, yada, 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 blah, 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 what these guys do. All of a sudden, they get a good, good contract one year, two years later, somebody's making more money than they are, and they throw a hissy fit, so whatever. But that's what Mike Evans has done. So if you're the, if you're the Kansas City Chiefs, I'm calling up the Bucks. Mike Evans to the Bucks, I mean to the Chiefs, will be a phenomenal asset in fantasy football. Mike Evans would be moving forward from there. Yeah, Jahan Dotson. Um, you have Terry McLaurin coming off of the, the toe injury. He is expected to play. Jahan Dotson 
going to do good things for the Washington Commanders this year, but they're playing against the crappiest team in the league in the Arizona Cardinals. And then Cortland Sutton. Look, Tim Patrick's already on IR. Jerry Judy, we're not expecting him to play for three or four weeks. They haven't done anything as far as the IR is concerned with Jerry Judy, so until they do that, he may play. I'm not starting him. The guy you want in Denver as far as a pass catcher is Cortland Sutton, at least for the first four games of the season. Not only is he the only female left in the bar, but he's actually a pretty good player. Like, he had an ACL injury a couple years ago, too. All right? He's two years removed from that. Um, and he's the only guy left. Russell Wilson's got to throw the, got the ball to somebody. Look, they got a couple tight ends. They got Dolchich, who had a pretty good season last year. But then they brought in Trotman from the Saints, did Sean Payton. So, I don't know which one of those guys is going to be the most used. So, yeah, look, uh, Cortland Sutton, great play for you. So, to, to rehash our fire and ice real fast, we are icing Brees Hall. We are icing Javante Williams until we see something out of them. On fire, guys you can replace or you can use this week and for the next couple of weeks, Raheem Mostert, Jamal Williams. Deion Jackson also going to be a great play for a little while, at least till Zach Moss, who is not expected to play with a forearm injury, comes back. Deion Jackson with no Jonathan Taylor, should eat. Now, I'm not sure how much he's going to eat. Colts' offensive line's not all that great. Anthony Richardson is probably going to freak out and run the ball a lot more than he has to early in the season. Deion Jackson, you can go ahead and serve him up in uh, DFS as well. Uh, On ice, Aaron Rodgers, I just don't like it. I'm fading Garrett Wilson as well uh, from the Jets in DFS anyway. On fire this week, Geno Smith and Russell Wilson. Remember, Russell Wilson is playing the Raiders, and the Raiders – Want to be good? Just don't think they're going to be. Geno Smith, as it goes, he's on a good offense. He's the comeback player of the year, but they're playing and they're playing the Rams. So take advantage of that. Uh, on ice, Gabe Davis versus the Jets. Look, Gabe Davis is as roller coastery as roller coastery gets in the NFL. All right, he's going to have about four games where he's going to have twenty plus points. I don't think this week's going to be one of them. He's a very streaky guy. New Hopkins is probably going to draw the Marshawn Lattimore treatment versus the Saints this weekend. Me personally, I can't bench. Nuke Hopkins in weekly fantasy, but I'm not starting him in DFS. He's going to carry a hefty price tag there. Some wide receivers you can start. Mike Evans versus the Vikings. Jahan Dotson versus the Cardinals. Cortland Sutton versus the Raiders. All right, here we go. Brave predictions. So I'd like for Garrett to chime in here. Abe's in the studio if he'd like to chime in as well. If you don't think these predictions are brave enough, let me know and maybe I can tweak them. Going to start light. We're going to finish heavy, Okay. Both Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, who were drafted outside of wide receiver 20, which is just crazy to even think about. It's not crazy? I mean, it's Baker Mayfield. Both Mike Evans and Chris Godwin will both finish inside the top 20 of wide receivers this season in fantasy football. I drink and I know things. There you go. Brave enough? I think that's fairly brave. I don't know if it's brave is the right word. I mean, he's finished top 20 pretty much every year of his career. Yeah, but Evans Evans hasn't, or then they might, there, there are two of those wide receivers that there's like eight wide receivers in the top 20 of wide receivers that are on the same team. If Godwin stays healthy, I think it's a good chance. Someone's got to catch the. So I talk about I talk to people about this all the time. Someone's got to catch the football. You're right. They do. Someone's got to do it. Exactly. I mean, you're going to have a quarterback. They're going to throw for at least 3,000 yards. I don't know if it's one quarterback who does it. But that, that's 3,000 yards who somebody has to catch the football. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. They're both super talented wide receivers. Now, I'm not sure if what you might see here is a down tick for Chris Godwin because he's probably not going to be used as much in the slot with no Tom Brady there. Tom Brady likes his, his little, you know, his – Loves him. Pacifier, Loved him. his little blanket there in the slot. Love that his though. Chris Godwin before Tom Brady was more of a field stretcher. They yeah. were kind of both used in the same way. So we'll see. All right. So not so brave. But – and look. Keep in mind before you hit me up on Twitter or in the, on the text line and be mean, these are brave predictions. Not likely to happen, but they could. All right? Deshaun Watson finishes top five overall in fantasy football this season. Deshaun Watson finishes top five overall fantasy football That's this season. Brave. That's Pretty brave. Pretty brave. But if you look at every other season of his career outside of last season, he's been the top five. Well, guy. the last season that Deshaun Watson played full a full season, he led the NFL in passing. 
Yes. All right. Now, were you? There's drafted? a reason he made a forty-eight million dollars exactly. fully guaranteed contract. Slightly overpaid and slight, slightly. slight reach by the Cleveland Browns, slightly. but they, you know, the Browns, they're going to brown stuff up. <laughs> they're going to do their thing. All right. So look, Deshaun Watson finishes top five overall. Garrett Wilson. This one to me is not so brave, little brave. Garrett Wilson finishes his wide receiver numero uno at the end of 2023. Garrett Wilson, wide receiver number one at the end of 2023. I think it's brave just because anytime you take one person versus the field, exactly, it's going to be brave just in general. Yeah, It doesn't matter what you're picking. If you're picking a Super Bowl, you pick the Chiefs. It's a brave pick just in general. You know, because See, there are lots of other people, lots of other options. I couldn't give you a Garrett Wilson's going to finish top five. I mean, that he that, that's, no, because it's boring. That doesn't move the needle. Top three, also probably a gimme because Garrett Wilson's in line for a huge season. I'll, there, in how about I'll give you this? He was rookie of the year last year. I'm so. not going to say I'm not going to say he finishes number one in fantasy. What what if I said this? He finishes number one in the NFL in receiving yards. He may do that. I mean, if you finish number one in the NFL in receiving yards like Justin Jefferson did You'll last be, year. That means you're top he five, finished, probably. He finished, Justin Jefferson finishes wide receiver one. Touchdowns well, yeah, but the touchdown. touchdowns. How many touchdowns did he score last year? Come into that. Yeah, Justin you know? Jefferson also scored, what, 15 touch, 16 yeah. touchdowns or something last year? Garrett Wilson, you have three running backs who can score in the red zone. I, I, I mean, and the, Aaron Rodgers is going to spread the ball around. When was the last time Aaron Rodgers had the number one? He had Jordy Nelson for well, a few years. Well, look, he's got and he's got his guys. He's got Cobb. He's got he's his got dudes Lazard in the red there. zone. And I, I don't know if fantasy football number one. I think you That's also have to score brave prediction. But you also have to score touchdowns. And I don't think he's not gonna likely be that guy. to happen because there is a guy he's going to lead him in receiving yards. There, I think that makes more you know, sense. But it could. Tyreek Hill's out there. There's some other guys out there. Amon Ross, St. Brown, the Love Sun God. Amon Ross. Amon Ross St. Brown is a killer. But since Garrett Wilson's only in year two, that's why I went with Garrett Wilson over Amon Ross St. Brown. Actually, I mean, Garrett Wilson, wide receiver one. Your two jumps, man. Your two jumps are very real, especially for wide receivers. All right, here's a couple saucy ones because these are brave predictions. Trevor Lawrence finishes with a better fantasy football season than Patrick Mahomes. Trevor Lawrence finishes with a better fantasy football season than Patrick Mahomes. Uh, brave kind of, prediction. I kind of agree with you. Oh, so it's not that brave? Uh, it's not that it's brave. It's just that I don't believe That really it's is more, not that brave? Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback by far, not even close. He's a better it's not even NFL in the same stratosphere. But when you look at weapons, I kind of bend to It had been Lawrence. an easier sell before we saw what sort of nonsense was going <laughs> yeah, on Thursday right. night before with the receivers. Before we saw what yeah. the Chiefs were with no Travis Kelsey. It, it might have been an easier sell before that game. Best offense in the NFL, worst offense in fantasy. Yikes. Kadarius Tony, my God. So so originally it was Deshaun Watson was going to finish than then Pat Mahomes. And I was like, eh, that could still happen. I'm just not like Patrick Mahomes doesn't run enough for me to even want him as a fantasy football quarterback. Coming into the season, he was quarterback number three for me. And it's Hurts and, and Josh Allen up there because they run. Patrick Mahomes runs because he has to. The other two guys run because – it's going to be a play call. I mean, I'm also them. I'm rarely taking a quarterback. I'm talking about just dynasty, not or dynasty is fine, uh, or or just regular season, not DFS. I'm not taking a quarterback really before the fifth round. No, you shouldn't. So I'm not never really getting any of these guys. I have Joe Burrow this year in one of my leagues, but why would I do that I if I can go got, get a Trevor Lawrence I think I've or got something? Josh Allen in. A league because, but you got to do it because you have to it was diversify like your your teams. Players and being else. pulled off the waiver. The the, the, the I, I got, if I'm not mistaken, I got Bijan and then Saquon in a league, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what are y'all doing? And then Josh Allen was just sitting there, and the wide receivers that were still there because they all got scooped in the first two rounds were like guys I could get in the third and fourth and fifth round. And I'm that's like, what right, you did what you were supposed to give do. Give me some Josh. Sense. Yeah, yeah. you got to let the draft come to you a little bit. Let the draft all right, come here's to you. my last my last one. All right. Trevor Lawrence could be fantasy MVP this season, by the way, because you got to base those fantasy MVP on value. Trevor Lawrence was drafted seventh round if you did your draft too early. When it, when it came closer to football season, he was going in the fifth. All right, Falcons fans, here we go. Bijan Robinson finishes the season as RB1. Umaro Nuno Nuno. Bijan Robinson finishes football season as running back. I think Number it's one. plausible. Not CMC, not Saquon Barkley. It's plausible. Bajon Robinson. Brave prediction. It's plausible. I don't think it's likely just because there's so many mouths to feed. 
I don't think there's as many mouths to feed as we think, but there might be less offense than we think there. All right, I got to go. The fantasy, I mean, the uh, the college football show is up. John Fricky, Abe Gordon, and Garrett Chapman are next. Thank you all very much. We're going to tweet those brave predictions out uh, just in case anybody else has some uh, feedback because you always do. Uh, this is Bo Johnson. This is uh, One Dude with a Fantasy. We'll be back next weekend at 1030. See ya. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.